Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it again. And it's time to talk those Jets. We've got an upcoming game against the Eagles. There's a lot to discuss. You know, Zach Wilson, how I think we'll fare against the Eagles. We also got some players that are on their road to returning. You know, my guy Beckins out there working on the field. We'll see when he's fully healthy and fully ready. And uh, let me tell you something. <laughs> Jets getting that first-round pick from Seattle looks really good right about now, now, don't it? <laughs> It's looking really good, so we're going to go ahead and get into it. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. So without further ado, folks, let's go ahead and get into the show. I am fired up. Listen, your boy is hyped, man. I am hyped. And I'm also on iTunes. Go on iTunes, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Leave me some feedback. Give me some stars. Let me know what you, how you folks feel about what I'm doing here. Give me some, you know, let your boy know what's going on. Also, live stream the show as well on YouTube. That's Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go there. Subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell and give me a thumbs up so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. I'm also on social media as well, all right? My social media, YoungJ000, that's my personal page. But the show's page is The Long Beach Joe. At The Long Beach Joe, go there. You know, follow your boy. I'll follow you right back, and we can get back and forth talking about football and talking about these Jets, all right? Let's have that discussion. So now it's time to get into it. We're going to be discussing the New York Jets' upcoming game with the Philadelphia Eagles. The lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody. Please be patient. But before we start to discuss football, before we start to talk about the upcoming game that the Jets have, I want to bring on a very respected member from the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. She's going to speak to us about what they're doing within the community, how they're impacting the community, how they're impacting people that are dealing with hunger issues. Because we all know, again, Thanksgiving just passed. There's always someone looking for their next meal and dealing with hunger issues. So, Mrs. Nadine Rosenbaum Lohr, I want to thank you for coming on tonight. How are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks so much for having me on. I'm all right. I'm all right, Nadine. And again, I want to thank you for coming on. And I want to I want to again thank you for all the things that you folks are doing at the Community Food Bank in New Jersey and the impact you're having. Can you let my audience know what exactly you folks do and how you guys impact the community? Sure. So the Community Food Bank of New Jersey um, has been around for over 45 years, and, you know, we feed our hungry neighbors and also provide them with the tools, you know, to earn a sustainable living. So the food bank um, has many different feeding programs, you know, for children and and for seniors, and um, we work with 800 community partners in our 15 we work in 15 counties across the state and so we work with food pantries and soup kitchens and you know child feeding programs to make sure that our neighbors in need you know get the nutritious food that they need there's about 800,000 people in New Jersey that are food insecure and that means they don't know you know where their next meal is coming from and about 200 of them are children um so you know, every day of the year, you know, the Community Food Bank, you know, is there 
there for, um, you know, for our hungry neighbors. Yes. Yes. And again, I want to thank you for everything that you're doing. You talked a little bit about working with senior citizens and the children. Can you tell us some of the things that the food bank does for senior citizens that are dealing with uh, hunger issues? Yes. Um, so the community food bank um, has boxes of food that we give to seniors, you know, each month. A lot of seniors have mobility issues, you know, and they also a lot of times have, um, you know, some issues making sure that, um, you know, a lot of them choose between, you know, food and their medicine. So the Community Food Bank um, of New Jersey is here to ensure that they have the proper food. We have um, our senior uh, box program where we provide, you know, thousands of seniors, you know, a monthly box of supplemental food, which includes, you know, nutritious options and also um, fresh produce. So we, you know, work within our counties, um, you know, to help those seniors who are really in need. Mm. And, that, and, again, we're speaking with Mrs. Nadine Rosenbaum-Lower of the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Again, everyone can go to cfbnj.org. Please get involved with everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. Can you fill us in on the Giving Tuesday? What exactly is that, mm-hmm. Nadine? Can you explain to my listeners as well? Sure. So um, Giving Tuesday is in about its 10th year. Um, It happens the Tuesday um, after Thanksgiving, and it's a day, you know, of charitable giving. It is actually one of the um, biggest um, days of the year, you know, for the food bank to raise money, um, you know, to help, you know, our our hungry neighbors. Um, And, you know, the need is really great, Um, you know, with the increase in food costs, and, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, supply chain issues right now. The need is really, really great. There's a lot of people who are still, you know, digging themselves out from, um, you know, financial burdens that they had during the pandemic. And with the increased cost of food, you know, anywhere in the state, depending on where you live, there's a 4 to 7% increase in food costs. I'm sure we all feel it, you know, when we go to the grocery store. So when somebody yeah. is living, you know, paycheck to paycheck, um, you know, it's, it's very, very difficult to afford, you know, everything that they need, you know, all their basic necessities, you know. And food a lot of times goes by the wayside. Um, so today is Giving Tuesday. Again, it's one of the largest charitable giving days, you know, for the Community Food Bank. And today we have a really special challenge. We have an anonymous donor that um, will give us $25,000 if we have 2,000 um, folks who donate to the food bank at cfbnj.org. We are a little short on our goal. We have a couple of more hours left. So, you know, any amount that you can give really helps the food bank. We could take $1 and leverage it and and provide our neighbors with three nutritious meals. So just think, you know, really, um, you know, your donation, if it's $10 or $20, you know, really helps, Mm -hmm. you know, a person who is struggling with hunger. Yes. And it's in, it's, and again, I want to thank everything. Thank you folks for everything that you're doing there. And it's crazy to hear about how much, like $1, how much you folks can make that mm-hmm. stretch and make that feed. So many people, Nadine, that, that's crazy to hear. Yeah, it's really, you know, we just have, you know, the buying power. Um, mm-hmm. And we also have, you know, some really, really amazing, you know, partners who, um, you know, who we've been working with for many, many, many years who, you know, really, um, you know, help us ensure that we're able to help, you know, our, our neighbors in need. Yeah, yeah. So, again, Mrs. Uh, with Nadine, can you please give my audience 
a space where they can go and figure out how to volunteer or get involved with you folks and donate if they can as well? Sure. Um, you know, we are always in need of volunteers. You can go to our website, cfbnj.org. We, um, you know, typically um, on most days of the week, we have, you know, two shifts, you know, one in the morning and one in the afternoon. And there's a variety. We can't, the, the volunteers are really the lifeblood of the organization. We really could not do what we do without um, volunteers. Last year, um, you know, we did have a shortage of volunteers, and we had a lot of people step up. And, you know, volunteers really, you know, complement and supplement our staff. So if you come to the food bank, a lot of people have um, been there. We're in Hillside, and we also have a location um, down in, um, you know, the southern part of the state in Egg Harbor Township. They come, you know, they sort food. It's about a two-hour shift. Um, you know, my daughter, you know, she comes, and her favorite thing is going into our clean room where we're able to scoop pasta, you know, into we have loose pasta that we get from, you know, some of our partners and scoop those into bags, you know, to help, you know, neighbors in need. There's also, we have a production kitchen that helps feed. Um, if you go into our website, we did a Facebook Live today showing our production kitchen on how we, you know, um, make food, you know, for our kids' cafes, um, you know, throughout mm. the state. So there are many different things that people, you know, and also there's, we have other activities, um, Students Change Hunger. It's like for, you know, children to participate, um, you know, and, and you know, get food and, and help people um, in need. And there's like, you know, people can also, you know, donate food to the food bank and do for drives and, um, you know, all different types of activities, you know, for, for folks to support the food bank. Yes, yes. Listen, Nadine, it has been phenomenal to speak with you today. Again, I want to thank you for everything that you folks are doing over there at the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. And I want to thank you, and uh, again, have a good night. Thank you so much for having us on. We really appreciate it. Okay. You have a good night, Nadine. You too. Bye. Listen, that was Nadine rosenbaum Lower of the CFBNJ.org. That is the, net, that is the uh, website of the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. They're doing great work over there. Again, this is, this is something that we do over here on my program. Any way that we can positively impact the community, we will. And, again, with Thanksgiving just passing and all the things that's going on, there's a lot of people out there that are looking for food. They're hungry. They are food insecure, and they need help. So if anyone – please is listening, please get involved with the Community Food Bank any way that you can, whether you donate or donate your time, donate money, do whatever you can to help them out because they're doing a lot of great things for the community. Thank you again, Nadine, for coming on. Now it's time to talk those jets. Yes, now it's time to talk those jets. Again, we're doing great things for the community, but it's time to discuss Jets Eagles. Salutes to all of the savages in the chat, schizophrenic, salutes to you as well. Salutes to everybody that is joining and is ready to talk Jets because I am and I'm fired up. I'm fired up today because we got the Eagles on board. I'm going to get to the calls in just a second. Listen, we got a lot of guys coming back as well. We got Makai Becton, who's on the field. You know, he's working in practice. He's not 100% yet. He's not going to play. According to reports, he's not going to be ready yet. But he's on his field and he's on his way back. That is huge for us and that's huge for this offensive line. This is a guy that we drafted. You know, this is a guy that's going to be a big part of our offense going forward. This is our left tackle. This is a guy that's one of the best offensive linemen, you know, in the league, let alone the 
arguably the best offensive lineman on our line when he's healthy. And here he comes back, so I can't wait to see him come back. We did lose Wesco, our tight end, for two to four weeks. He's dealing with an ankle injury. So, you know, he's going to be gone for a little bit. But Joe Flacco and Denzel Mims are back. We know that Flacco was dealing with a situation. You know, we know what's going on out there in the world. He's coming back from that. Uh, Denzel Mims has been dealing with, you know, a little bit of injury situation as well. He's going to be back in the fold. That's going to do nothing but help bolster our offense. Now we got one of our weapons back, and we can get him involved like we've seen LaFleur be able to get Elijah Moore involved. And, man, this team is going to become pretty deadly. But going up against these Eagles, there's going to be some challenges for the New York Jets. And, again, 515-602-9639, 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all calls. Please be patient. I'm going to get to folks in just a second. I want to talk about Zach Wilson in this upcoming football game because we're going straight to the top. Zach Wilson in this game against the Eagles, he's got to play a little bit better than he did in the last one. In the last one, there was a lot of hiccups, a lot of errant throws. It was his first game back from an injury. Well, now he steps into a situation with this Eagles team. This Eagles team has a decent defense. This is not a horrific defense. They can put things together. You got Josh Sweat out there. You got Derek Barnett. You got Javon Hardgrove. That's a guy that can push the pocket. He's actually got, I think, seven sacks on the year for them so far. And they've got some corners as well, Darius Slay, Kayvon Wallace. They've got some guys that can get after it. Zach Wilson has to find a way to play within the system. He's got to get the ball out of his hands quick. It's got to be concise, and his throws have got to be accurate. These errant throws high, these errant throws behind guys, these errant throws that are in the, in the dirt, not being able to hit guys that are coming out of flats, he's got to clean those things up. And I understand that he's a young quarterback. We all do. But these check downs, the easy throws, the things that the offense is opening up for him, he's got to hit those to then take advantage of other things that are going to be coming down the road. If you cannot set an NFL defense up and lure them into a sense of some type of stability where they think, oh, we'll just shut down everything underneath and that'll be good, if you can't hit the easy stuff, it's going to be very hard for you to open up for the big bombs. He's got to be able to target more better correctly. He's definitely got to do that. He's got to get the ball out of his hands as well. He's got to start to hit guys. He missed some open guys over there against the Texans, too. He's got to clean that up. Another thing I think is going to help him is our running game being effective. Uh, again, we all know we're going to be without Michael Carter. So we're going to have, you know, Ty Johnson out there. Walter, I think, is another guy that can get even more carries than he did in, those, in the last game. Maybe he's a guy they put in a bit more and give him the ball. We saw him really have a big impact. And Tevin Coleman is another guy that I want to see really be utilized in this upcoming game. I think there's things that we can take advantage, but, again, a lot of it is based around Zach Wilson stepping up and being better in this football game than he was in the last. So we're going to get to the lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. I am taking all callers. We're getting to everybody. First call I'm going to, 973-973. I'm coming directly to you. 973, I want to thank you for calling. What's going on, my friend? I want to thank you for calling in today. Listen, we got the Eagles coming up. You know, this, yeah. this, is, this is Zach Wilson's second game back. What are your expectations of Zach Wilson in this football game? Well, I mean, I think Zach has shown some signs of life now. And, you know, the win, the win last week uh, helped us. It was an ugly win, but we still got it. Philly doesn't yeah. seem to be, yeah. you know, all that tough. I mean, they've been in kind of a slump lately. And, uh, you know, they, they look like they're going to be on top of the beginning, but they have fallen flat. So I think we have a good chance to, uh, to beat the Eagles. And this division's game, this division's game, really crazy though. Since since then, 
I really do yeah. think we can have a chance to beat the Eagles. I would love it. Yeah. Now, when you look when you look at the Eagles, or when you look at Zach Wilson right now, because we're talking about him, yeah. you know, kind of trying to gain some momentum going forward and playing better. One of the things that has been hindering him is that knee. We saw that give him issues in the last game. Yeah. He came up after getting pushed out of bounds. He came up limp. How concerned are you about the stability of that knee going into this football game? Yeah, it does uh, concern me a little bit, you know, with the knee because that's very that's very important you know, to take uh, mm-hmm. you know to take health you know, health concerns. So while I'm not overly concerned about it, it does um, bother me uh, somewhat. But if he's healthy enough, you know, I think he's going to be able to uh, to pull it out. But we don't need another yeah. injury from there, you know. I mean, that's the problem. They've been so injury-ridden uh, this season. And not to mention, though, that the chemistry isn't quite there yet, which I'm not surprised. You know, new coach, mm-hmm. new quarterback, you know, supposed to be, uh, as we used to say back in the day, new and improved. Well, they're new, but they're not improved yet. You know, that's, mm-hmm. how we, that's what we used to say back in the day. But, um Zach, I think, has shown some strides, you know, in the last couple of weeks. And the Jets' win was was uh, very impressive last week. Okay, it's only three games, but still, I still think we're doing better than we did last year. I mean, we we lost games on, you know, on like you know, some stupid bad calls, which is not entirely their fault. But that's that's another story altogether. I mean, you know, one topic at a time. So with Zach back and everything. And uh, Wacko Flacco, I think we uh, do have a chance to beat the Eagles. Wacko Flacco. <laughs> and he played for yeah. one time, too. So when, yeah, so so when, you look at, so when you look at this now, and just sticking with this yeah. offense, we talked, you know, uh-huh. we're talking about Zach Wilson being better, and I think a big part of it is the emergence of Elijah Moore. We've seen Elijah Moore really be able to step to the light and yeah. shine bright. He's definitely been making plays. Do you think that Elijah like Moore Elijah. will be able to make plays against this Eagles secondary? Because, again, this Eagles secondary is nothing to scoff about. I mean, they got some guys back there, Darius Slay, no, no, no. Kayvon Wallace, Anthony Harris. They can move. You know what I'm saying? They can make plays. Do you think that Elijah like Moore Elijah will be though. able to continue, to continue to produce against this Eagles football team? I think with more on there, I think there will be a chance to uh, produce more. He's, he's, he's shown very good uh, strides there as well. So um, I'm confident with Elijah. Okay, okay. Now, when you look at the Elijah. defense of yeah, when you look at the defense of the New York Jets, now we're seeing things where the defense was able to step That's up last problem. game. We saw John Franklin Myers. We saw John Franklin Myers come out, have an interception, get two sacks, he's playing well. But before that, they have been very up and down before the last game, especially giving up runs. Listen, this Eagles football team yeah. runs the ball. They run the ball. Let me say they run the ball here, especially with Jalen Hurts. Now, again, Jalen Hurts is – questionable for this game he's dealing with the ankle injury i think it's a mm-hmm. sore ankle we'll see if he's if he's going to play in this football game but do you think the new york jets will be able to stop the eagles running game well our defense has been the problem you know it's not our offense it's the defense that you know it's been causing us games so we have to work on that if we can yes then we can stop the eagles running game but that defense needs a lot of work yeah yeah i mean you know there's, there's things that they can definitely clean up going forward, but I'm telling you, I think a big part of it Better. is us getting pass rush, getting pass rush on Jalen Hurts as well. And if he does play, getting pass rush on Jalen Hurts as well. And his mobility has been a big time issue with a lot of football teams. He's running a lot for them, you know, moving around the pocket, extending, extending, uh, you know, extending drives with his feet, all kinds of stuff. So I think a big part of stopping the Eagles' offense is stopping him and stopping his 
you know, mobility in his rushing stuff. So I think that that's a big part of it as well. Now, my last question for you, how concerned are you about Devontae Smith? Because this is a guy that takes the top off the defense for the Eagles. What are your thoughts about him in the yeah. matchup with our secondary? He is a dangerous player. I've watched him play all year. This guy is dangerous. We had to be able to stop this yep. bulldozer. That's the big thing right there. He is a bulldozer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's that's a feature. So that's what before I, I let you go, exactly, before I let you go, go ahead and give me your final score prediction. How do you think uh, – what do you think this game ends up at? Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this you game know, ends I'm up, my looking, friend? I'm, look, I'm looking this as a defensive game here. Not a lot of scoring like in some games last week as well. So mm. um, you can you can call me crazy if you want this, but I'm going to say Jets 14-10. Ooh, Jets 14-10. <laughs> Yeah, just for just fourteen ten. Listen, I hear you. I want to thank you for calling in, my friend. You have yourself a good night. Listen, we already got some positivity coming on off the bat. We're gonna keep getting to these lines again. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. If you'd like to support the stream through uh, Cash App, please do. It's right there at the bottom of the screen. My Super Chat is up there as well if you'd like to give to the platform through Super Chat. Also, please give the stream a thumbs up, subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. We're keep going to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is number. Call in. Next, I'm going to my guy, Colin. I'm going to Colin. Colin knows his Jets. He knows what he's talking about. And it's time to discuss. It's time to discuss, Colin. Salute to you. I want to thank you for calling in. How are you feeling today, my friend? Hey, what's up, Joe? Good evening, buddy. What's going on? What's going on, my friend? Oh, cool here. We're talking cool here in New York, so, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, y'all feeling frigid up there, huh? It's already getting, getting icy, I see. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so when you – when you look at this situation, we got the Eagles coming up right now. I want to start to talk to you about this Jets defense. One of my biggest concerns is Jalen Hurts and his ability to run, his mobility, how he can get outside the pocket and extend drives. If you look at the Eagles, when he's a part, big part of their rushing attack, now he's dealing with a sore ankle. If he does play, how concerned are you with the Jets defense being able to deal with his mobility? Hey, I mean, we we got to be concerned every week when it comes to the Jets defense because – if they don't play good, chances are we're not winning. I mean, last week, if it wasn't for that defense, we weren't winning that game. Um, so it, this 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 team, you know, is really riding on 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 the defense. Pretty much going to ride on this defense for the rest of the year because um, you know Zach Zach didn't show much last week. Um, and the defense, you know, a lot of things work in, in favor of the defense. Um, mm-hmm. And we were able to come away with that win. So if if they come out flat this week, you mm-hmm. know, this, the struggle is going to be there again and the frustrations are going to, you know, start to show again. So, um, yeah, hopefully these guys can two solid weeks back-to-back, you know, two solid defensive yeah. weeks. If they can do that, yeah. you know, we can we can – we can pull out a win if they do that. Yeah, that's true. And, and you know, when you, it, at, when you look at yeah, when you look at right now, when you look at the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, one of the things that they, you know, I think they're first in the league right now in rushing. So when you look at the situation, 
the Jets, especially this Jets defense, has struggled uh, with, with, you know, the running game, stopping the running game earlier this season. We saw so many yeah. teams beat us up. I mean, you go back to that Colts game, what they had, I think Jonathan Taylor had 172 yards in that game against us. They had 239 yeah. yards. Against us. We were getting blown. Yeah, we were getting blown off the ball consistently. Now we got the Eagles coming in. They got Miles Sanders. They got Jordan Howard. I believe Jordan Howard is dealing with the injury as well. We'll see what happens with him going forward. So when you look at their rushing game right now, how concerned are you about that coming into this football game? Do you think the New York Jets front, we got guys like Fado Kasi and Quentin Williams, do you think that they'll be able to hold and shut down this Eagles running game? Um, probably not because uh, you you got to worry about Jalen Hurts too, if he plays as well, right? So now you yep, got to yep. worry about a, a running quarterback as well. Um, yep, yep. So it's going to be tough. It, it's it's going to be tough. It's not going to be you know, no walk in the park for the defense this week. Um, yeah. But again, you know, if 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 everything is wor- working in their favor, um, <laughs> then it's going to come down to can Zach Wilson actually play a good game, points up on the board. So it's it, it's like you know, like I had said before, both sides have to be, you know, firing on, on all cylinders at the same time. So um, the defense mm-hmm. can do well, but the offense still needs to put up points. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we, we we really need to see, you know, how Zach does this week. You know, last last week, you know, we had, you could say he was rusty, you know, still, you know, maybe some jitters in him, right, trying mm-hmm. not to mess up, but still messing up, but um, he's got to mature really fast, you know. So, yeah. Um, we invested, so when you we look invested that, in him, so yeah. he, he needs to really mature really quick. Yeah, absolutely. So when you look at the situation, because you're bringing up Zach Wilson and a lot of things that you're talking about is factual. He's got to step up. He's got to play better. One of the things that we're kind of seeing is he's struggling within the system, not being able to really hit check downs. We saw Aaron Balls up and down. We've seen he missed guys like Elijah Moore coming in wide open. Do you think Zach cleans that up this week and is able to really succeed within the system and hit those check downs? I don't think he's going to clean it up in one week, Um, but he needs to clean it up over the next six weeks. (laughs) You know, we have to finish finish the season – confident that he is our future right you can't you can't yeah. you can't finish the season like the way he played last week so he has to mm. show he has to show improvement each week it's it, it's not going to be it's not going to be you know you're not going to come wake up on sunday and all of a sudden you know we have like the next aaron Rodgers on our team that's not going to happen um, yeah, but you have if you got to start seeing improvements really quick, because um, yeah. it's just going to be a matter of time before you know the media and everyone else start questioning. You know, did we make the right pick? Um, mm-hmm. So that so that yeah. really uh, has to start improving week after week. Yeah. Now, one yeah. of the things I think is the key to seeing Zach improve, and you're bringing the heat right now is this offensive line has definitely got to step up. We saw some issues last game, especially with Morgan Moses, after he seemingly was able to come back from what looked like an, you know, some type of injury that he had, but he was even letting up pressure. We've seen our center and guard 
you know, uh, you know, our, our center, Connor McGovern, we've seen him struggle at times, but he seems very up and down this season. Do you think that this, this Jets front, this offensive line, will be able to keep Zach upright and keep him protected against this Eagles pass rush? Because they got some guys that can get after it as well. Hardgrove, they got Josh Sweat. They got some guys that can really move. Do you think that they'll be able to get those guys blocked to keep Zach upright to make the right decisions for the New York Jets offensively? Yeah, well, the thing is, they haven't they haven't done so. <laughs> in my opinion, they haven't done so all year. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there may there may be plays here and there, um, but you know, but Zach Zach is a is a, he's a running quarterback as well, right? So if I mean, he you're saying it's Flacco or Mike White, mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, Zach Zach is a better runner than those guys, so. He's, you know, he's got to, um, he's got to be able to make the make the quick the quick plays, right? Mm-hmm. Or if he has to scramble outside of the pocket and and make plays, um, mm-hmm. we 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 just need to see the guy we drafted, the guy the guy we drafted, the guy we were excited for, based on what you know was was shown in college, and in his mm-hmm. pro day, we need to see that guy. Even if even if the Jets lose every single game for the remainder of the season, if Zach Wilson plays like the guy at BYU, right? I don't think anyone's yeah. going to question: did we did we did we pick the wrong guy or not? Um, yeah, but so I, that, and, and I hear what, your you know, take there. But but this isn't, and I hear your take. But this, you know, this is this is not BYU. He's definitely got a lot of things, you know, that he's got to yeah. clean up and learn. And these are top, you know, athletes. These are guys flying around. Even the worst. You know, some of the worst athletes, some of the worst players in the NFL are better than a lot of guys that are in college, you know. So he's playing against the top of the top competition. So I hear what you're saying, but he's got he's to gotta step up. He's got to hit his marks, like you said earlier as well. And he's just got to really start to play a little bit better within the system. And one of the things that you were talking about that I wanted to really discuss with you where you said, okay, he's a, he's a mobile guy. Yes, he can utilize his arm, but he can get outside the pocket and move. Well, we also saw that last game he's still dealing with that knee injury. He even came out and said himself that it, it, that knee is still shaky. How concerned are you yeah. about that stability going into this football game? Because we saw him come up limping. We saw him, you know, pretty much be hindered by that knee injury. It seemed like it's still affecting him. How are you? How much are you worried about that going forward? Well, if 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 there's any slight possibility that he's not a hundred percent healthy, he shouldn't start. You know, mm. it, it, because again. What are we risking him getting hurt for, right? Mm. You know, so so you know, Co- Coach Salah has to, you know, they have to do their evaluations and go through, you know, get the medical clearance, whatever. But but if Zach Wilson is playing and he knows he's only ninety eight percent, then mm. that that's just foolish in my opinion because the Jets are not going anywhere this year, right? So mm. why why risk? getting hurt or hurting that knee even more. So um, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see if, if he actually plays or not. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think he is. He, I think he is starting. So um, it's always like wor- it's, it's like worrisome when Zach is on the field because you, you are always want, wondering, okay, what play is he going to make or is this guy going to get a hit, <laughs> you know? It's like yeah. I'm scared for him when he's on the field. It's like I hope he doesn't get hit, you know I hope he doesn't get hit one. And is he gonna is he gonna throw a completion or is he not gonna throw a completion? That's that's like yeah. 
how I felt last week watching the game with him playing. No, yeah, listen. Um, yeah, listen. I, you know, I, so. I hear you. I think that's, that's part of it. You definitely don't want to see your you know, future quarterback getting drilled and getting hit a lot. You definitely want to make sure that they're out exactly. there, you know, doing whatever they can to put the football team in the best position to win. So my final question for you, uh, Colin, you've really brought the heat so far. Is how concerned are you about the penalties we've seen the New York Jets occur in situations to help teams extend drives? How concerned are you about these penalty issues with this football team continuing in this game against the Eagles and possibly costing us? Yeah, well, well, you know, the same thing I mentioned last week. Um, Robert Salad has to bench players when they make these penalties. He's got to send. He's got to. You got to send a message to the other players, right? Because if you're not sending mm-hmm. sending a message, if you're not making a clear statement, you you can you can say it in the locker room all you want on the field when they make those mistakes. If you're not if you're not like letting them know right then and there, like pulling them to the side and screaming in their ears, which is something he said he doesn't do. Um, mm-hmm. play, players are just, you know, it's just going to be like in one ear, out the next. And then when they when, when they create these penalties, they go back to the bench as if nothing happened. So, you know, he, he, has, to, um, he has to change a little too. You know, if, if you're going to mm-hmm. bench a guy, bench a guy. You got you to gotta, you gotta send the message to the players. Yeah. Like I say, playing yeah. it in the locker room is not, not enough. You know, so yeah, um, yeah. But you know, they they yeah, they start holding guys they, accountable more. Yeah, the veterans players they they have to um they they have to do a better job with penalties. You know, they those guys shouldn't be making penalties. Um, yeah. You know, the young guys. You know, they 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 just need to learn from the older guys as well too. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we'll we'll see this this. This this game here should should be, in my opinion, a game where I think everyone wants to see, you know, Zach Wilson, that guy we drafted in this game, right? Um, a lot of yeah. people expected last week for him to shine, um, but this has to be the week that he he shows, yeah. you know, some development. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I hear you, Colin. So. Before I let you go, my friend, go ahead and give me your final score prediction. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses? How do you think this game ends up? Uh, 2017. 2017 Jets? 2017 Eagles. Eagles. All right. All right. I got to see a little bit more from the team overall. Okay. To you know, start um, getting myself too um, hyped up or pumped up for them. Yeah. Okay, okay. But, Look, hey, I, you know. hey, like I say, it's it's a winnable game, um, mm-hmm. but that offense and defense is going to have to step it up big time. Yeah. No, yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I hear you, Colin. Listen, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have your night. Your you have yourself a good night, my friend. There you go. Take care, buddy. All right. Listen, Colin calling in. He's the first caller tonight to pick the Eagles. He's the first one. It's tough, man. I understand it, though. There's a lot of people that are not, you know, necessarily sold on the team yet, especially when, you know, some of the performances that – some a part of the performance that we saw against the Texans, a lot of people looking and saying, hey, Zach has been struggling. What's going on here? 
you know. So we're gonna we're gonna be discussing that all night tonight. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine. Five one five six zero two nine six three nine is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Going to continue to go to these lines again. If you're on the line, please be patient. We will get to everybody. All right. So next, I'm going to my guy Steve. I'm going to Steve. Steve is coming on the show. We already know that Steve is going to come with some blazing takes. All right. He knows his Jets. Salute so, Steve. Steve, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Jets. It is uh, Steve. It is Jets. Eagles. We are talking about it. Give me your thoughts on the expectations on Zach Wilson, man. How do you think he fares in this football game? Do you think he's able to step up from a kind of bad game that he had last week against the Texans? Hey, Joe, what's going on, man? You know, I know we spoke on recently on – we spoke on Sunday. We celebrated the Jets-Texas victory, but now it's time to flip mm-hmm. the page get ready for Philadelphia on Sunday. You know, listen, you know, Zach Wilson admitted that, you know, after – his game against Houston, you know, he was happy with the team getting the victory, but at least he admits this. He he even said he needs to play better. And you know, it was, yeah. And you know, everyone all said, you know, that going into this game that Wilson was going to be a little rusty, but you know, he definitely did show it. But now he's got another home game since um since week number four when he won against Tennessee. Because cause cause it'll be the first playing at home. It's going to be exciting, you know. You know, Can't wait to see him on the field against um, this Eagles team. Yeah, I can't wait either. And, again, salutes to all the savages in the chat. They're going off. It's good to see everybody in there. But one of the things that you were talking about, Steve, was you're hoping to have a rebound against this football team. You're hoping to see a better game than what we saw last week. But I think one of the big hindrances to that possibly could be the stability of that knee, Steve. We saw him pop up. You know, in the last game, he was limping around. We also saw him talk about how, you know, the health of that knee is kind of shaky right now. He doesn't, you know, it doesn't feel like it's stable. How concerned are you about that knee going forward, man? Because that could really hinder, you know, his play and also kind of curtail his season. Well, I'm not really too concerned about it now because Robert Sala did say this yesterday in the Monday press conference. He said this in the Monday press conference that – um that Wilson, you know, Wilson went to the doctors that morning and, you know, they checked out his knee and they said that as of right now, he's medically cleared to play. So not too worried about it. But now, you know. Well, so now, I, wait, Joe, wait a second, Steve. Hold on a second, Steve. You can be medically cleared to play and there still be some issues. All right. <laughs> like, come on. You know, I, I hear you, but come on now. We've seen players get out there that are medically cleared to play. Right. That's that's the term that was used and they clearly are hindered, right? So when you look at Zach Wilson and you watch him limp around and you watch him kind of struggle to make some throws in some place, that knee has got to concern you because he has to plant on a lot of those things. Even to take off, we, we, we spoke to Colin earlier, and he talked about how, hey, you know, Zach Wilson, if there's a hit coming, he, he can move. He's got some mobility. Well, not with that knee issue. That mobility is going to be cut down. And so that's where I think the concern about that knee, especially going forward, is going gonna, is gonna to worry a lot of people, though, right, Steve? Yeah, no, I mean, listen, it, it would, but, you know, you just got to see how he looks on Sunday, though. You just got to see. So yeah. now, Joe, Sunday, the Philadelphia Eagles. So as everybody all knows that this year, the NFL posted a 17-game season this year, and the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles – is, was the extra opponent we had. You know, here is the thing. 
the Eagles this year going at this season, they've been a 500 team. Basically, they're an average football team. I mean, there are some weeks when they'll look really good, and then there are some weeks where they will look really, really flat and horrible. I mean, listen, they're coming off a really bad loss last Sunday against the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium, and now they're coming back to MetLife for a second straight week to play against us. But here's the thing about this Eagles team. You know, listen, Jalen Hurts, to me, is a decent quarterback. I mean, obviously we're going to find out because, you know, he had a little bit of an injury too this past Sunday against the Giants with his ankle, so we'll see how he is. I think think he does practice on limited basis and even practices fully. I think he's definitely going to play. I mean, we'll see how the week goes for him, but – the Eagles, let me tell you something. They've got talent on that offensive side of the football, especially yes, their number one pick, the 10th overall pick of the NFL draft in Devontae Smith. You know, Devontae mm-hmm. Smith, you know, let me tell you something. You know, a lot of people were talking about his downgrade of how skinny he is, but let me tell you something. He definitely can be a good playmaker, though. He's definitely a good playmaker. Now, I know the Eagles are not going to have, from what I'm hearing, they may not have Miles Sanders because he got hurt, but they've got another good running back in Boston Scott. You know, the Eagles, to me, as an offensive team, they like to run the ball. They are a running football team with with the ball. But, you know, and one other player to watch out for, their big tight end in Dallas Goddard. That's another player they got to watch out for for this Sunday against the Eagles. Now, on the defensive side, they've got the veteran leader in Fletcher Cox, who's been with the Eagles for many years, but is an excellent nose tackle. And also, don't forget about Mr. Darius Slay in the secondary at the corner position. So you don't know which cornerback Mm -hmm. is going to happen. You know, you got to see what happens. But now, here is some history about this. If anybody doesn't know about this, the New York Jets have faced the Philadelphia Eagles a total of 11 times. The Jets are 0-11 against Philadelphia. We have never defeated the Philadelphia Eagles in a regular season game. Could it be? Could this be the, the year that it finally happens? We're going to find out this Sunday. Yeah. Listen, Stephen, you gave a little bit of a solid breakdown, but I got some questions because you brought up a lot of different things that I was going to, you know, really wanted to discuss with you. When you look at this, this Eagles team, you talked about the running game, and I think a big part of that running game as well is the mobility of Hurts. Again, he's dealing with that ankle injury. It's a sore, but like you said, I think he ends up playing, and if he does, how concerned are you about his mobility hurting us? Because this is a guy that can get outside the pocket, extend drives, utilizing his feet. He can also run away from guys. Do you think we'll be able to get pressure on him and bring him down, get some sacks like we did against Tyrod Taylor? Yeah, no, no, that that's going to be the key thing. Because you know, last week we got to Taylor five times in the in the game. We sacked him five times. If we can sack mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts, then that would be a good that would be a good sign. Because you got to put pressure on. And that's what our defense did against the Texans. I mean, listen, I said this before, and we said this last Sunday. The Texans are a trash team, okay? They are a trash football team, and it really showed why they were on Sunday. But you know what? You know, listen, now we're facing a different team in the Philadelphia Eagles. You know, you know we just got to see. I, I guess, Joe, 
my question is for you is, in your opinion about Jalen Hurts, what do you think of Jalen Hurts as a quarterback? You know, I, like I just said as well, Steve, I, I think that he's a he's a solid QB. I don't think he's bad. I think, you know, he's a guy that can move as well, and I think that's a big part of him too, his mobility, the fact that he can extend plays, the fact that he can, you know, create while he's on the run as well, keeps his eyes down the field, got a solid arm. But they also have weapons out there too that I think that help him. Uh, the Eagles running game I think helps him. They got running backs that come out the backfield. I know some of them are injured. Jordan Howard is a guy that I think is on the cusp of – they're trying to figure out if he's going to play or not. They got Miles Sanders. They got Boston as well. These are guys that come out the backfield and catch the football too. So that's some things that they run. I know they run some little options here and there as well, some read, read option stuff, I believe. Uh, but, again, uh, Devontae Smith, this is a guy that really can take the top off a of defense, let me tell you. This guy, this guy, is he flies, and like you said too, He's a guy that can really get past, and once he's gone, man, he'll make you pay every single time, and that's going to lead to my question for you because you look at our secondary right now, they've kind of been up and down. You know what I'm saying? Michael Carter the second has been solid. We've seen Bryce Hall be all right. He gave up a touchdown in the last game to Cooks. How concerned are you about Smith? And not just Smith, they also got Jalen Rigger. They also got Watkins out there as well, Quez Watkins. How concerned are you about our secondary matching up with this Eagles wide receiving core? I got you know, Joe. One thing I'm going to say is that I I, I I do think the Watkins kid is a is a player I'm worried about. Joe, I'm not worried about Jalen Rigor. I think he sucks. Okay. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I think he sucks. I, I think okay. he sucks, and I think he's overrated. Um, but mm. you know, the thing is, the thing is, though, Joe, I do agree about Devontae Smith. He is the receiver I am the most worried about. Uh, about. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. You know, like, because the thing is, you know, you just don't know what this Eagles team is going to be like coming out to us on Sunday because, you know, because there are some weeks, Joe, where they'll look really good, and then there are weeks where they will play as flat as a pancake. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, so you know also, Joe. You know, also, Steve, listen, hold on a second, Steve. Hold on a second, Steve. Hold on. Hold on a okay, go ahead. Because one of the things, yeah, one of the things that you brought up is, you know, the up and down, and I think a lot of that is due to coaching and also – uh, making adjustments within the games, and that's going to lead me to my next question for you is, when you look at this situation coaching-wise going into here, do you think that Sella will be able to make defensive adjustments if things are getting out of hand with the Eagles You know, within the game? The Jets are having a tough time dealing with their offense. Do you think that Sella will be able to adjust his defense to make sure that the Eagles don't continue to go back to whatever the weapon is over and over and over again, like we've seen in the past when other teams face us? Yeah, no, you you got to see what happens. I mean, Robert coached a really good game this Sunday as well. Um, what's the Eagles coach's name again? Uh, Nick. Uh... Nick Sirianni. How do you his last name? Sirianni. I believe it's yeah. Sirianni. I got to be honest, Joe. He kind of reminds me of a mini me version of Adam Gates when you look at him oh on my the sideline. He looks he looks like <laughs> a mini me version of Adam Gates. <laughs> but, 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 I mean, I have never heard of this guy before. I, I don't know what his history was, but Salah has to outcoach him in, in this game. Because if Salah doesn't, yeah. if Salah gets outcoached, then we're not going to be lose. Philadelphia. And let me tell you something. Yeah. The Eagles are a much better football team than the Texans are. I'm saying it right now. Mm-hmm. They are a better team than the Texans are. Even though they're coming off yeah. of a 13-7 loss Sunday to the Giants, that I think the Eagles are definitely a much better team than the Texans. 
But you know something, Joe? Yeah. Every Sunday is totally different. Every week is totally different. We're going to see what happens yeah. this Sunday. Yeah, we absolutely will. So now my last question before I let you go, Steve, is when you look at this football team, you talked about how much better the Eagles are than the Texans. You know, there's a lot of people are saying that as well. But one of the things that hindered us throughout this season is our, our penalties. We allow teams to extend drives. We helped in their drives even when they're, you know, down as third and ten. We'll get a defensive, you know, holding penalty. You know, uh, uh, all kinds of calls defensively that will help them get the first downs. Are you concerned about this New York Jets team continuing to be penalized in this game upcoming against the Eagles and it really costing us, possibly costing us the game? Yeah, no, no, you can't, you can't make penalties like that. And that was another one of the reasons why we also won the game against Houston on Sunday because Houston was making a lot of those bad, mediocre mistakes. We cannot do that mm-hmm. against the Philadelphia Eagles. And if we don't do that, then we'll win. If we do, we're going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you, Steve. So before I let you go, Steve, go ahead and give me your final score prediction for this upcoming game against the Philadelphia Eagles. Who do you think wins? Who do you think loses in this game? Jets, Eagles, how do you think it ends up? You know, someone was mentioning about that this game will, would be a defensive battle. I think it was Colin who said that. You know something, yeah. though, Joe? I got to just say this. I think it will be a very close game against Philadelphia, but I'll give us the edge in this game. I think we can come out, and I think we could definitely upset the Eagles this Sunday. But we'll see what mm. happens every Sunday. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to go 21-17 Jets. All right, 21-17, Jeff, let's go. All right, hey, Joe, 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 there is one last thing I got to say before you go. Joe, 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 one last thing I got to say before before you let me go. Let me just tell you something now. We have the same record as the Seahawks now. How is that first-round pick now looking, looking, oh, my God, oh, my God. Aren't you you glad we got rid of Jamal Adams, Aren't you guys got rid of Jamal Adams now? Yeah, I know, Joe. Joe, let me tell you. Every every time when I think of the Seahawks losing, I think about you and how. And everybody is now all calling Joe Douglas a brilliant. Joe, let me tell you something. <laughs> it feels great seeing Seattle lose all those games because now their 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 team is going to be doomed for the future. Yeah, yeah, and well, guess what? We have got the upper hand. I've told people for. A long time, damn near a year. Hey, we need to get rid of this guy. Joe Douglas sends him to the right place, and we got great compensation. So, salute to you, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in. You have yourself a good night, my friend. Good night, Joe. All right. Listen, Steve called in with the fire. Ended up, hey, listen, Seahawks, I believe they're 3-8 and eight now. We have a high first-round pick with them as well. This is good for the Jets, man. <laughs> a good space for the Jets. That's all I'm saying. This is what I was telling people constantly. You know, you got two top, you know, first-round picks, and we're going to see what happens. Again, we're a rebuilding team. We need all that we can get to continue to build this football team around Zach Wilson and better this football team so we can continue to compete for years to come. But before we talk about years to come with the New York Jets, I want to say – Thank you to V-Man with the big, 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 big donation. 
I said I want to thank V Man for the big, 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 big donation. <laughs> v Man says, "Isn't it great to be on the other side of the punching bag?" I'm enjoying the kerfuffle that of the Seahawks fans is great. Their attempts to shade us fail. Salutes to V-Man with the big, big, big donation. <laughs> and I want to thank him for giving to the program. Listen, V-Man knows, as everybody did, I tried to warn a lot of Seahawks fans to be absolutely true. To be truthful, I did. I told Jets fans for a year plus that we need to get rid of Jamal Adams. I told everybody who he was, and nobody wanted to believe me. Everybody talked crazy about me, okay? There was a lot of people that had a lot of things to say. They told me I wasn't a Jets fan, all those things, and then everything that I said about him was completely true. He's a front runner, and he was fake, and all those things. I said all those things, and they were proven to be 100% correct, 100% correct. But we, Joe Douglas, getting solid compensation back for an overrated box safety that can't cover a bed with a bed sheet was unbelievable. Salute to Joe Douglas. <laughs> Salute to Joe Douglas. That's what this is really about, ensuring that you can continue to build this football team the correct way. We're to rebuild. We need all the draft capital that we could possibly get to build the team as quickly as possible. Get as many good young players in here as possible so we can continue to propel ourselves forward. That's what great teams do. If you look at a lot of the football teams in this league that is constantly competing, constantly, you know, in the hunt for the playoffs, constantly in the hunt to make deep runs in the playoffs, constantly in the hunt to hunt to prepare themselves for a Super Bowl, they're doing that with great players that they have drafted. The draft is one of the biggest wealth of talent that you will have. It's one of the biggest, you know, wealth of talent that you have. Get young guys in there. Get them in there on cheap contracts. Build your team around them, and then guess what? You can succeed if you draft the correct talent, and Joe Douglas did what he needed to do. He got rid of a malcontent. Sure did. Jamal Adams was, was screaming to get his way out of here. Everybody remember, he's in a parking lot telling Dallas Cowboys fans he was trying to be a cowboy. And we, with all of that stuff going on, with his value, technically at its lowest. Technically, I was the lowest. Malcontent was not going to play here. Had done interviews with Manish Mehta. Joe Douglas was still able to fleece the Seattle Seahawks for two first-rounders and a, some other picks as well. Salutes to Joe Douglas once again. <laughs> I said salutes. Again, I want to thank V-Man for his for giving to the platform. That's greatly appreciated. And that pick looks great. So now I'm going to close up here. It's been phenomenal speaking with everybody about this, uh, about this upcoming matchup. It's, it's interesting, very interesting. So I'm going to give my uh, final score prediction here. I'm going to give my prediction for the game. When you look at this game, I'm going to start with the defense first. Jalen Hurts, again, dealing with that ankle injury. I think he ends up playing. I believe that Jordan Howard is probably going to end up playing as well. He's dealing with the situation. So when I look at this Philadelphia Eagles offense, I'm a little bit concerned, right? Jalen Hurts, for me, is a guy that can move, all right? He's a mobile guy. And, again, the Eagles, they run the ball hard. We all know that. We all know that they get after it. We all know that they can run the football. 
but I believe at this point he's their leading rusher. So they do a lot of things to utilize him and his legs. The New York Jets have struggled at times with quarterbacks that can move. We've seen that throughout this season. We've got to be able to get pressure on him, and we've got to put him into positions to make mistakes. All right? We've got to do that. John Franklin Myers, great game last week. I need you to step up. He's got to be more consistent because the week before the Texas game, we were all wondering what John Franklin Myers even was. What's going on here? Where is he gone? We paid him, and he just kind of disappears. That's what a lot of people are saying. John Franklin Myers got to step up. Shaq Lawson, we'll see if Sheldon Rankins, I know he's dealing with the injury as well. We'll see if he ends up playing. Quentin Williams, I want to see more out of him too. Quincy Williams, I know, is dealing with a situation too. He's questionable. I think I think he's got like a calf injury or something like that that he's dealing with right now. So if he does end up playing, though, I need these guys to step up. I need these guys to get after Jalen Hurts. Overrun him because the second you do that, he'll take off, and then it'll be – Good night, Irene, because he makes you pay with his feet. We've got to be smart. We've got to be disciplined, and we've got to make sure that we can get after him early and often. I'm a little bit worried, again, Goddard, that big tight end that they have. Man, that guy can really make some plays. Our linebacking core, our safeties, Ashton Davis, got to step up in coverage because I know that they're going to target him. Anybody that plays the Jets, generally, if they have a decent tight end, they try to target him because they know we struggle with those things. We also struggle with screens as well. I expect the New York, I expect the, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles to try to throw that in there as well. You also got to worry about their backs coming out the backfield. Again, Miles Sanders, Jordan Howard, those are guys who can come out the backfield and catch the football. So we got to be concerned about that. We've seen that scorch and burn us in the past too. I know that uh, Jason Kelsey as well is dealing with the injury for the Eagles. It's looking like he might not play. If he doesn't, there's going to be a hole there. We should push that pocket. There's going to be some, some things going on with their offensive line because I believe uh, they have other guys as well that's kind of dinged up as well on that offensive line too. So we've got to get after that. When you look at the New York Jets' uh, offense, the first thing we're thinking is, listen, Zach Wilson's got to step up. He's got to play better than he did last week. He's got to, man. He's Louise. He's got to. He's got to be able to hit guys, especially the check downs. The easy stuff has got to flow. If he can't hit the check downs, if he can't hit the guys that are coming wide open across his face, we're going to have a long day. Balls high, balls behind guys, balls in the dirt. He can't have that. We've got to have drives that can continue to move trains, and he's got to play better within the system. We saw Mike White do it. We saw Joe Flacco do it. We saw Josh Johnson do it. Zach Wilson has a better arm than all of those guys. He's got a lot of better physical attributes than a lot of those guys. He has the talent but he's got to put it together and play better within the system. I'm a little bit worried about that knee as well. I know a lot of people are just like, oh, kind of shrugging their shoulders about that. But let me tell you something. If that knee's not stable, there's going to be some issues coming forward. So I'm hoping that they've been able to kind of shore that up and we'll see what happens going in there. But, I, you know, I'm worried about it. I'm also looking for the New York Jets to run the football effectively. Tevin Coleman, Ty Johnson, Walter, I want to see him get the ball in his hands early and often. Let's go. Corey Davis is, I know his, his, he's still up in the air as well. He's, now he's dealing with a groin injury. Before it was an ankle injury, a hip injury, all this stuff. Hopefully he plays. If he does not, Elijah Moore, Jamison Crowder, those guys have got to step up and continue to, you know, continue to do what they do, especially a guy like Elijah Moore. Elijah Moore has really been shining in this game, really been shining in these games, been putting things together and really going off. And also, I'm a little bit worried about our offensive line. Morgan Moses has some issues letting up pressure. We've seen uh, Connor McGovern struggle. We've seen, you know, that offensive line kind of be shaky at times. This Eagles front has some guys on it. Hard Grove, Sweat, 
Those guys get after it. We have to be able to block those guys consistently and keep them off of Zach's back. So with that said, I am taking the New York Jets to win this football game 23 to 14. 23 to 14. I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking the New York Jets. I'm taking the New York Jets. I think the New York Jets will get themselves another win here against the Eagles. I'm a little bit concerned about the penalties as well. (laughs) We've got to cut down on those. We saw those cost us against the Texans. I'm a little bit worried about that too. But I think if we can stay the course and not get into any stupid penalties and shoot ourselves in the foot, I think we'll be okay. I think we'll be all right. I need Seller to kind of clean up his game management as well, too, because we saw that cost us as well against the Texans when he was blowing through timeouts. So 23-14, I am taking the Jets. 23-14, you heard it here. So I'm going to go ahead and close out. It's been a phenomenal show. It was great speaking with everybody. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with folks about this football team. Also, we need some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. I'm also on Twitter as well, at YoungJ000. Again, YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I am the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. At all times, as of right now, he is the best offensive lineman that we have playing. I'm just saying. I know you guys watch the tape. You guys watch the games. I watch the games. He's blocking two guys sometimes. You know, it's nothing to him. It's nothing. Two guys at the same time, he's going to block you both. It's nothing. So, you know, come on, follow me. Let's go back and forth. You want to troll me? No issues. I'll troll you right back. We'll be down there. Troll under the bridge. I'm also on YouTube as well, Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe. Hit that notification bell. Give my videos a thumbs up. And if you want to troll me in the comments, no issues. Show those comments, and I'll come right back. We'll go back and forth on there as well. And as always, people, when you see me in person, because you will see me in person eventually, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for listening. Without you folks, I'm absolutely nothing. Thank you for taking the times out of your day to listen and call into the show. Again, I want to thank Mrs. Nadine Rosenbaum-Lure for coming on from the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. Again, everyone listening, please get involved with the Community Food Bank any way that you can. CFBNJ.org. Again, CFBNJ.org is the website that you can get in contact with the Community Food Bank of New Jersey. They need volunteers. You can also give uh, monetarily if you, if you would like to as well, that you can give them money. That goes very far for them too. Anything that you can, please do whatever you can to get involved with the Community Food Bank in New Jersey. Again, cfbnj.org. So I want to thank you folks for listening. You folks have a good one. Peace.